The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode... 243 on July 14th, 2021. I am Clyde, and today I am joined by Matthew Ross. That was so smooth, Clyde, hey, I gotta say. We, we do what we do. And Michael Aston. Howdy, y'all. And Jimmy Tremel. Hey, Clyde. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, it's uh, We're off to a great start. It's a great Welcome. day. It's great. I don't know what you're talking about. It's everything is fine. We're just doing great. Absolutely. No worries. Brand everything new. is awesome. Everything? Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. Okay. Yeah, everything. Everything. Gotcha. <sighs> How was your week? I think it's been okay. Better I think it's been okay? Week. Well, all I got to say is I'm glad I made it here today. What happened? Well, you know, on my way home... Uh, the side of my the the freeway I drive on was on fire because uh, somebody somehow just you know decide I, I, what they think is a, a semi was dragging a chain and I was sparking and setting the the, the the but they're like I, they're, I passed by five wildfires wild, grass fires on my way home today it's like oh God. how much accelerant is on the road that a sparking chain will set it on fire. Not that it's just the dry, dry grass on the edge on the side of the road. That's all. I don't know. Maybe somebody was driving by with a flamethrower and just having a grand old time and just trying to give you know those firefighters something to do. I don't know, but somewhere uh, that's what I heard. Somewhere in the greater Seattle area, Smokey the Bear is in a bar, drunk <laughs> off his ass, drowning his sorrows at the fact that people didn't listen. <laughs> What store your chains because uh, uh, chains start fire? They do. <laughs> I don't know. All I gotta say is that was my that was the excitement for today. Other than that, for me today was everything I touched broke initially, and then I was able to fix it. So Nick, positive. <laughs> I guess. Right. I, I mean, that's just my day was like that today, all day. All right. Awesome. That's good because every sing is awesome. Right? Every sing is awesome. Every sing. Every sing. Okay, just asking. Mm -hmm. Wow, you guys are just so full and of energy. And Weave is saying, "Hey, there's parts of Arizona where you could fart and start a fire." Yeah. <laughs> well, there there's teenagers all over the U.S. already doing that. Yeah, they, <laughs> they've already <laughs> proven somebody, that. That yeah, I guarantee, <laughs> right this very second, someone is doing that. Yeah, it, there's it's fuel and it's oxygen, so there you go. All you need is heat, and of course, in Arizona, it's like 130 degrees. So there you go. Yeah, it's <laughs> the 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 downside to doing that is that smell of singed hair. Hey, look, I'm Ghost Rider. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, before we get too far down that rabbit hole, yeah. <laughs> Uh, why don't we uh, get on with uh, what we're actually here to talk about? 
All right, so you know how Samsung TVs have this cool, you know, Samsung-only TV service that they have? Cool. Yeah, you know, it's got free free uh, channels on there that you can watch that are they're ad supported. You know, that lets you watch all these uh, the, all these different things. It's only on Samsung TVs. Don't you know about that? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I would exactly. have to have a Samsung TV to know that because it's only on Samsung TVs. It's not it's like only... I'll ever get a chance to try that app on any other platform. Nope, not at all. Apparently, uh, they secretly launched a web version for you of you have access to this exact same free platform. Uh, maybe a little while ago, like more than a month ago. <laughs> and they never said anything about it? They never said anything about it. And now people have found it and they're like, hey, this is a cool day. It's got free channels. They're ad supported. It's on the internet. And um, Samsung still hasn't said anything, apparently. <laughs> they They declined to comment when they were contacted about it. So apparently the theory goes that they had this cool service that uh, you could use to watch, uh, you know, these channels on their Samsung TVs. And then some of their customers are like, yeah, but can I, I, I'd like to watch this on something else. And so they at the same time quietly launched a web version of it, but never advertised it. So um, free service. Yeah. How, com <laughs> how confident are you about your service when when you launch it and don't tell anybody unless they just didn't want people to know i think that's it and I in that in that case then why even do it well because they had they wanted to support people who wanted to have access to it that weren't i, I don't know all i'm saying is that they didn't want people to know and now people know and i think that's great <laughs> i mean if you own a couple of samsung tvs and you also have no Samsung TV in your office. This solves that problem, right? Oh, sure. Oh, I, I'm not asking why did they launch it. I'm asking why are they refusing to, like, acknowledge that it exists? Why were well, they trying to hide you know, it? Like, like Matt's saying, you know, if they don't really want the general public, if they only want it to be something that's utilized by that very select group of people that would be I'm a Samsung customer, but I also have places where I don't have the Samsung TV. Because there's two people out there that are going to base their next TV purchase off of whether or not this app, <laughs> and they don't want them to know that they have other options. That's Either right. that or they the, the spare server that they stuck it on, the Linux box in the corner that uh, is running this service probably no, can't it, handle it, no, all the no, traffic. No, no, no. It's, it's running on Windows Home Server. Ooh. <laughs> now, if you love Windows Home Server, we understand, and we're really sorry that you lost that product. But I in the was meantime, angry when they... Mm -hmm. Get over it. it. It's great. been a while. I know, but still. <laughs> so what uh, do you get with this service? It's ag-supported video. It's it's it feels like the Zumos and the Plutos Prin and yeah, like, so it's yeah, kind of like Pluto Rackle. TV, yeah. yeah, Roku channel. It's the Samsung oh, channel. It's it's the, all the hey, what will you let us uh, stream your stuff if we get if we uh, put have get that ad revenue for it? And they're like, yes, and like, great, great, we'll add it uh, and uh, let you put, uh, put it on our service. And yeah, can we have the same stuff that everybody else is getting? <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll awesome. do revenue sharing. Great. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I guess they figured they, they need some sort of streaming service to come along with their TV that's free, I guess. But there's so many. 
Well, they wanted one that they control. It's got their brand on it. The one that that Bixby uh, recommends. Oh no! Yeah, that's that that makes it even less useful. So I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, how many people? uh, I don't know. And you know what? I bet most people do. Most people use. You think most people use their apps on their TV and not a third-party box? I don't know. What do you think? What, what do you think the uh, percentages are? There? I would you, say you most, most people, people that buy a smart TV use the smart TV functionality. Luckily, most people buying a smart TV have been buying one with a Roku or a Fire TV built in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, which are actually has stores and you can put third party apps. Which, on, which I, going back to my theory, I'm pretty sure that they didn't design a chip. They just have an internal HDMI port with a roku stick plugged in inside the tv because why wouldn't you mm-hmm. but uh that's what i would do. yeah, yeah I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh how about this we have uh an update from the guys at youtube tv uh they sent out an email to all the current subscribers at saying that hey if you get that uh $20 a month uh, a plan for HDTV, you can now use uh, that same plan and get 5.1 audio uh, through the, the Chromecast with Google TV, aka Sabrina. Uh, so you can uh, use it to get the amazing sound out of your system. Um, they also, um, th- this article mentions that it won't be very long, maybe a couple weeks, and then pretty much any th- device that can run YouTube TV at the uh, HD level should have also be able to provide the 5.1 audio as well. So but the the point of this article was they made this announcement last month. Mm-hmm. They later came out and said, "Oh yes, it's it's coming to all Android TVs." Right. Oh uh, yeah, if you have a Sabrina, it's gonna be a while. Oh, I thought it was coming to it first. No, it's coming later than other devices. Oh, hey, yeah. You- Hey, hey Google TV, I've been getting a 5.1 Adobe surround sound out of my TV for the last 16 years. No, no, no. This is on YouTube TV app. It, you get 5.1 from other apps. They just added it to the YouTube TV app. Right. The device mm-hmm. could already do like Atmos and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that the app, for whatever reason, the app... Their app that runs on their device yep. won't work with it right now, which you would think would be the first device. Well, you would think so. At first, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's because they want to sell their newer product, but this is their newer yeah. product. So right. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody messed up someplace. Um, I don't understand Google sometimes. <laughs> I uh, wish I it's, did. They, they like to shoot themselves in the foot. They go out of their way to do it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if, if you were happy about that 4K upgrade on your uh, Google TV with or your Chromecast with Google TV, uh, congratulations. Uh, you just have to wait a little bit longer for the audio on 
YouTube TV. I mean, it already has the 5.1 audio on most other apps. So, right. It's just that one app. And if you're not a subscriber to YouTube TV, then it doesn't matter. No, not really. Nope. Welcome welcome to the 21st century. All right. Well, also, YouTube TV has uh, launched a couple more uh, channels that you can get. Well, channel bundles is more like it. Uh, They're $5 a month each. You can add on. And they are called Docudrama, Docurama, Docurama, Con TV, and Dove. Uh, they are for various uh, like documentary vil- films, educating documentary films. Uh, one, the other ones for like uh, uh, action thrillers and horror and sci-fi fantasy. And the Dove channel is for you know your family-friendly stuff. And it's I, I love how it says Abbott Costello is considered family-friendly. I bet you back in the day Abbott and Costello was considered very, very risque. No, no they were always family-friendly. Okay, the kids would go down to the you know, theater to catch the Abbott and Costello movies. I know. But uh, <laughs> I would say by today's standards, they probably aren't considered family friendly. Really? Oh, <laughs> What's yeah. It? I mean, dude, they uh, there was that, that group that came out and said that the, like, old, early ver- uh, episodes of Sesame Street aren't suitable for children. <laughs> Okay. okay. Yeah, and I mean, if Sesame Street isn't suitable for children, then yeah. Have a uh, Costello or like Costello uh, with the 1940s and 50s sensibilities. Uh, they're probably not very nice uh, about things that people get canceled over now. <laughs> I still think they're very funny, but I didn't. I just look at these channels and I think, A, who's really interested in these enough to pay five bucks a month? And B, really other things that I can spend even more money on with my already absurdly expensive YouTube TV. That second one sounds to me like you're going to pay five bucks a month and not get anything. There's like nothing, no content. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Con, oh, con TV. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we have a story here about uh, TikTok. And apparently they've added a Fire TV app for those in the United Kingdom, France, and Germany. Uh, looks like they've been doing launches for Android and Samsung TVs as well. Yep. So they've been uh, now providing the their their app uh, with uh, their service and now on Giant TV. So you can watch those very short videos on the big screen. Which, you know. Yeah, we uh, we had talked about the TikTok apps uh, a couple weeks ago, but and last uh, week we hit it too. Yep, and so and now we're. Uh, I think that this, this is rounding it out. UK, France, and Germany aren't being left out. I'll just repeat the my my warning of last time. Do not put this on your TV. This is not going to be a good thing for your life. But what if you're looking for a new job? You know, if you're trying to do that, what were you going to do? Make a uh, a, a resume on TikTok? I mean, yeah. goodness sakes, who would do something silly like that? Like that? What um, is your? Job? I, I know. You make you put your resume on TikTok if you want a job as a magician, <laughs> a stripper. 
Um, so Vegas. <laughs> well, maybe. If, you, if, you're, uh, if you're in Vegas, there, you're looking for a like, job. Other than stripper, is there like a pro professional twerker? Um, lip sinker. <laughs> yeah, uh, lip sinker. And, and you're, like if you're trying out for the Millie Vanilli reunion band. <laughs> but I mean, it. That, I mean, that's ridiculous. Why would, why would that even be a thing? That's because a dozen companies are actually taking part in a pilot to take re TikTok resumes, which, uh, so this, apparently last week we talked about the fact TikToks might make it all the way to three minutes, but, um, if, as if it goes right now, if it's just the current format, they're only 60 seconds long. If you can't get your, uh, I mean, I guess it's a fast way to get through a whole bunch of candidates. It's like, oh, instead of us having to sit down with you, send us a TikTok video of, of and give us 60 seconds why we should hire you. I actually could see that as being an effective way of, you know, weeding out a bunch of things in that. I can't. So, here's like, I mean, it, the, even the picture, it shows a, a kid that's um, applying to be an aspire. He says he's an aspiring product manager, right? This is ridiculous for things like, for really any job aside from like the things that Clyde mentioned or like, uh, <coughs> a TV personality or like a weather person or something where your, your ability to engage people on digital medium or video is going to be meaningful and important. Like the, the whole reason, you know, I, I remember there's a large push for, for, you know, I, I don't even quite know how to word it, but basically you don't want your hiring practices to be based on, you know, the first impression that you get from the appearance and actions of a person, you want to evaluate people based on their abilities and the ways that they can contribute to the job. Wait, not just you're saying you know, that people should hey. be judged on their actual merit. Yeah. I mean, Whoa, this, this is going the exact opposite of okay, the direction boomer. that job applications should be um, <laughs> going. That's right. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know what's sad is that uh, both of you are right. It should not be, yet it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, so. I guess I need to give this TikTok a try, huh? No, no, no you really job. don't. That's what I've been trying to tell you all along. It's it's it is a bane, a curse. You, uh, Jimmy wants J Jimmy. Are you looking to join the twerk force? <laughs> no, I've, I've never even watched TikTok. I, I barely know what it is. <laughs> that's, oh, now that's going to be a thing, Clyde. Thanks for Aww. cursing the world. The twerk force. Oh, God. Twerk force. <sighs> I'm gonna is, that why, is that what's on there? Right? Is that why you say that? <laughs> there are a lot of people dancing and lip syncing. and Apparently, there's a whole lot of pornography, too. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're gonna move on to Twitter. It's not nothing to do with uh, twerking. Twitter uh, has extended its deal with the NFL. They've uh, had a deal with them to be uh, the social uh, uh, the social media uh, um, connection with the NFL and the players. They've also been providing uh, the the highlight videos for a while. And now it looks like they're letting, figuring out ways of getting you to be more connected with the players and directly with the, with the players themselves. Uh, they're setting up a, a way for you to get uh, 
uh, you know, moments of, uh, in there. And what, I, I, this, you know, I forget what is the Twitter moments. It's like, is that like uh, their version of TikTok? I don't know. Um, they're providing a whole bunch of new uh, uh, polls and highlights that you can get ex get uh, access to. It. This is just, uh, you know. The integration into Twitter into the NFL's um, broadcast, as far as I can tell, is that correct? Yeah, it's because uh, they had uh, Twitter was uh, they had like an exclusive for a couple games a year previously, um, and then this is giving people the ability to interact with players and basically, you know. If you ever wanted to, they they want to do Twitch for live for NFL. Mm. Yeah, okay. Well, they supposedly have been working on this stuff, and I've never even noticed. So, all right, we'll just. Uh, but then again, I don't watch a lot of NFL, so. But I, I suspect there are people out there totally excited that this is keep, this is keep on going and even going to get bigger and better over the years. Yeah, I'm just not that person, I suppose. Uh, Amazon Fire TVs are now, are now offering the ability for you to watch Prime videos, uh, as you expected, but, they've, but the TVs now provide the option to do the watch parties feature. Uh, we talked mm -hmm. about the, the fact that it was going to finally hitting thing, the other devices like uh, uh, iOS devices as well. Re the last couple weeks, we did say talk a little bit about this. Now it looks like they've got that integration built directly into your uh, move into the TV apps, and so you are able to watch your uh, movie and also at the same time watch it with your friends and family over the internet. Uh, the day you've been waiting for has arrived. The day where it's required that you have a good microphone and headset in your living room. <sighs> Why? Well, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to watch party, the whole point is to be able to yeah, you know, see, that's uh, part of me is like I'm watching a movie. Stop talking. <laughs> but if it's it, unless it's a movie that's you know you're making fun of, or it's a movie you're watching, you watched a hundred times and you don't care if somebody interrupts you because it's not like you're gonna miss anything. You already have seen it a million times. That's why we watch the stuff we do for a movie party. I know, and, we and it's great. Good movies that require paying attention. <laughs> I know, I, I it's good stuff, but at the same time. If I want to watch something on on, on on TV that I haven't seen before, generally, it's because I want to watch it, and I hate being distracted. That's me. I don't know. Yeah, cool idea. I'm so happy. Also, watch parties is just kind of like I, I've also can experience. There's probably a lot of people who do this kind of thing. We're like, hey, we're gonna watch uh, this new show that came out. Oh, you are? Can I watch it too? Yeah, we'll just I'll just start a watch party, and you can all press play and just happen to be seeing at the same time, even if you're apart. And like somebody hit pa hits pause for some reason, they need to go get more popcorn or something. They can go talk to each other real quick and say, hey, uh, just so you know, uh, how do you think so far? I don't know. It's going pretty well. You know, kind of. All right. If you are an ESPN Plus subscriber. Sorry to tell you this, but you're getting a price bump. If uh, as of August thirteenth, uh, the the yearly cost is going to be bumped up to sixty nine dollars per year, almost seventy dollars a year. That's uh, ten dollars more. And if you were get doing the monthly service, it's going up to almost seven dollars per month, uh, up up from sixty dollars a month as well. The good news is if you are buying the bundle. Lucky you! You don't have to get a bump at all. You get a, you get the same cost for you. We need a bumper for Clyde was right. 
Because <laughs> when they were harping and bragging about how cheap it is to get ESPN Plus, I kept saying it's only because they've got nothing on there. The minute they start putting stuff on there people actually want, that price is going to go up and it's never going to stop. And uh, there it is. Uh, it's nice that existing uh, subscribers are grandfathered in in that package. But That's true. Think, you think they're bumping it up because of the Olympics? Well, uh, it's, they're bumping it up because they're adding stuff that people are actually going to watch because the stuff that people actually want to watch costs money. <laughs> and also, the Olympics isn't NBC like got that. Yeah, they they like got that another ten years down. Yeah, so I don't think it's it's the Olympics at all. So yeah, but who cares about the Olympics? Actually, I like watching the Olympics a little. So do yeah. I. All right, uh, Stadia. Uh, they had a little update. Uh, they went out and went out with uh, information about uh, what the future of Stadia. They're really happy about the fact that they've got 130 games on the platform right now, which is pretty cool. I gotta say, they've got pretty good. Uh, I think that's more than the PS5. <laughs> that, if you don't count their, you know, other game streaming stuff, I'm sure that's true. Uh, but the Stadia also announced that they're going to make a different uh, change to their. Uh, the revenue split with developers. If your app makes uh, is is going to be making any money for them, they normally do a revenue split of thirty percent to them and seventy percent to you. And for what their changes is for the first three million dollars of sales on your app on Stadia, that split is going to be only fifteen percent to Stadia and eighty five percent to you. So um, not bad. That's this is a uh, much better than thirty. Yep, and also this is how Stadia trying to entice uh, more pe people, more developers to sure. include Stadia on their platforms. The Stadia streaming wars are are getting hot. I always say that you know, the closer you get to ten percent, is the closer that you get to no pushback because ten percent is one of those things that it it's significant. Uh, but it doesn't seem too. But it's it's significant enough to keep you know that the person receiving that ten percent uh, gets you know what they're looking for, and then it's not like it's that kind of that threshold before you, you start feeling the pain of you know ten percent is a magic number. You um, make a million dollars, and they want to, they want a hundred thousand dollars. That's that's a not that's, a tiny that's much better than three hundred thousand for yeah, uh, other app stores. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So a lot of uh, different companies, uh, including Google, has been changing their uh, normally thirty percent in the recent years, and so this is probably them re recognizing and also them trying to see if they can get uh, more people to move to their platforms, which is, uh, you know, yep. a good thing. This, we need this kind of competition to bring those prices down. I'm really happy to see this. Good job, Stadia. Yeah, I mean they still got a ways to go because Epic Game Store and the Xbox PC Store only take twelve percent. Hmm. Okay. Well, if you're a Netflix user and you have kids on your account that are using the kids mode, get ready for spam. That's right. Uh -oh. You're going to get a little bit of email twice a week, it sounds like. They're going to go ahead and let you know what your kids have been watching and how much. And I don't see this being good for anybody. I mean, seriously, it's going to so be... I need to go to my kids and say, you're not watching enough. 
I'm paying for this subscription. You need to put it to use. You I don't watched know. One hour in the last week. I don't know, but all I but I I will freely admit that I, I this will be bad for kids and parents for whatever reason, including the reason I didn't think it'd be all over the place. I don't like this at all. Uh I do like this for my mom. I want to know how much she's watching my on my Netflix. But is she, is she using a kid's profile? This is only she's for the children. She's using profile. a mom profile. Yeah, no, this is this this was for the nanny thing for the children's profile. What what's your objection to it, Matt? I mean, uh, my objection is that for whatever reason, you're somebody's going to see that. The, that their children are doing something and think, well, that's too much TV, or that's not enough TV, as Clyde said, or that why are we watching the, all this, or we shouldn't be watching that, or whatever. Just seeing the fact that it's being reported to you makes you uh, gives you the opportunity to be upset about the thing that you're being reported about. Just like uh, the apps that report there's somebody walking in the neighborhood makes people really I, upset about people I walking in the neighborhood. I appreciate the option yeah i, I would love as it long as you can turn it off luckily i can turn this off because my kids are old enough that they don't use a <laughs> child profile anymore yeah so um but as the 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 biggest downside to this is uh the gmail spam filters are gonna or spam folders hmm. they're gonna be uh running out of hard drive space pretty fast it's not the only reason, that's for certain. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't feel like... My thing is, I think anything that... I, I don't think this is bad. No. I, I'm not no. concerned about um, parents, you know, monitoring their children's uh, use and stuff. I think that the, the thing that is really... I mean, I think it's actually a good thing, really. Like, the only concern I would have with it is that um, parents put too much reliance on yep. having an app guide them and tell them if their kids are watching too much TV or whatever versus actually being paying attention to their kids and talking to their kids about the stuff that they're watching and whatnot. But, I think, see, oh. this is this, my, the, my mindset is like, hey, I usually get this note that I, you know, my, my my kid is watching this sh so much of this show, and now I've lost that for whatever reason. It's like he's not watching anything. Is he getting on one of those one of the profiles that don't have any kind of notice to let well, me know? Is he watching I mean, stuff he shouldn't be? All I have that's this this app isn't going to make or cause or decrease parents' paranoia about their children. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think if you're the kind of parent that is paranoid about your child, that yeah is you're going to be equally concerned. You're going to find new ways to be concerned and whatnot. I think, like I said, that's why what's really important is that you be paying attention to your kid, watching yep. what they're seeing, what they're seeing and talking to them about it. Um, if this helps facilitate a bit of information in addition to that behavior, then it's a good thing. Agreed. If it is an attempt to eliminate the need to pay attention to your kid, then it's a bad thing. I, I, my only argument is that you are, you are speaking with a healthy uh, frame of thought and I know too many people who don't. That's all. All I have to say <laughs> is Netflix, 
you are the babysitter, not the <laughs> NSA. Good babysitters don't tattle. That's true. That's the rule number well, one about babysitting. Is well, you don't tattle. Okay, unless it's bad, bad. I, I don't. <laughs> I didn't know that about babysitting. Ah! <laughs> I gotta check with my babysitter. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so remember, years ago we talked about LG's rollable OLED TV. Yes, I. We saw that at CES. I absolutely loved it. I wanted one, and then it disappeared, and they never talked about it again. Well, it's back. It's the 65-inch 4K TV that can be set up either in a way that comes down from the ceiling or comes up like, it, you know, rising from the dead yes. and from out of a box. I, I loved it when it came out of the cabinet. It was I'm awesome. going to get one. I, I love that. It's it only $100,000. I'm not going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Can I get a tenth of one? <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no, that's still ten thousand dollars. Still can ten I, grand. That's can still I get like a it. thousandth of one? <laughs> yeah, that's that's more like it. You can get a, a one inch by one inch <laughs> for a roll up LED TV, OLED TV. Uh, I, I, yeah, they, they ship me three pixels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The future, the, the future looks pretty good for millionaires, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, all technology gets cheaper. So in five years, this will be a uh, this will be at your Walmart for six hundred bucks. My so. my, when we saw this, it looked good. Uh, I really liked the way it functioned. My only complaint was that it operated too slow. That they needed to just speed it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, but I mean, yeah. they there's also the chance that they had it slowed really down or down really far for demonstration purposes so that you could see it take time to disappear and come back. Um, well, and they had videos playing on it while it was disappearing and yeah. stuff. So that's, you know, I, I think it's, it may be that it's a little faster, but I gotta be honest. I mean, if like, what's the purpose for this to me, if you're putting this coming from the ceiling, that's, that's the most logical solution, right? where it is in front of something else, like um, like in front of a bookshelves or in front of your art or your above your fireplace. That's, that makes a lot of sense. It, it is actually a meaningful thing to do. You would want to roll it down so you can see whatever's normally behind it. Um, you know, like I, I have, seen lots of houses where the projector screen comes down in front of like the media center mm -hmm. type equipment and stuff but um it, it is cool looking i like it from a an aesthetic perspective it doesn't make sense to spend a lot of extra money to me unless you have that scenario where there's like a specific reason why you need it to go up and down and if that's the case having it go up or down slowly when you're done watching tv is no big deal i don't think yeah, I yeah, it's just uh, okay. I sit down, I want to watch it, and uh, but you just you just tell your come on. smart devices come on. Uh, ahead of time, hey, turn on the TV, and so it rolls the TV down and turns it on, and all of that happens. Except you get um, that as you're walking you in, you get that text, hey, turn on your TV. OJ Simpson's in another Bronco chase. <laughs> <laughs> and you're waiting and waiting. And by the time the TV comes up, they've caught him. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always a, uh, that that's I, what I'm afraid of. I just don't think it takes that long. It's not like it's like minutes. It, it was like 20 seconds. No, I, yeah, it, it's fine. No. And so. honestly, I like it as furniture where it comes up out of the furniture because then they get the speakers yeah. built into it right there low. And um, yeah, I, I, I yeah. see both use cases. I mean, I've seen, I've seen um, like in some fancy houses, like parade of homes and mm -hmm. stuff like that, where it, they'd have like a, a cabinet at the end of the bed and it would be like a TV that could come up in front of the bed, which yeah, I guess those yeah. take I mean, up that so kind of thing. Though. Yeah, it did. It yeah. does. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I guess I get it in some places, but it just, you know, yeah. if it was even twice as much, it still wouldn't make any sense to me. No. Uh, for, for a significant less, more? I'll get the short throw laser projectors that I yeah. absolutely love that are a similar form factor. Exactly. You mean? Even bigger, quite frankly. Well, no, inches? no, no. The well, form bigger factor of the size of the device. Of the okay. device. Because gotcha. it sits below the screen and shoots it yeah. up or above yeah. and shoots yeah. it down. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Levy, Levy, can you roll up the TV? I want to watch my TikTok videos. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, Bixby, <laughs> turn on the TV and then the shower comes on in the garbage disposal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Your garage door opens. Uh, garage door opens. It probably raises faster than this thing, so I don't know. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Microsoft has, uh, in the last couple of, you know, recently, they made an announcement. It was pretty big, I got to say. Have you heard about their new announcement? Um, the Windows 11 that turns out I can run on my computer if I buy it, if I can track down the non-existent chip thingy. Oh, you, you, you have a, a TPM chip that's possible? Uh, with there, there's a port on my board. I just have nice. to find the chip, but nobody carries the chip. No, okay. Well, no, well that, that they did make that announcement. Yeah, it's true. That, but that's not what the announcement I'm talking oh. about. So they've, uh, for a while, been talking about, you know, uh, uh, you know having a, an ability for you to have Microsoft 365. And it was like, we're asking, what the heck is Microsoft 365? Oh, are they going to like charge you for you to use like a yearly fee for you to use Windows? That sounds horrible because that's what Office 365 is, right? Right. right? So when you buy, well, you're paying a month, a yearly fee for an access to Office and storage and the other things. I mean, as well, which but. works pretty slick. I like it. I love Office 365. I, I. You know, honestly, I'd almost be okay with a Windows 365 in that in that scenario. Um, yeah, because you pay a lot of money for for Windows. You do? How much do you pay for Windows? How's the last time you actually paid? One hundred and ten dollars every have, for I, every PC. Oh, at no, in a business, you're talking, not at home. Yeah, no, yeah. at home it's a hundred bucks. It's a hundred bucks. Hundred, hundred ten. I, I haven't paid for Windows since I've. <laughs> I upgraded to Windows 8, then to Windows 10, and then... Right, that's free. true. That's been, that's been free. No, those have been I've, free. Up I've never paid for Windows. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, too. you just I, got new Windows on your house last year. Those were expensive. Well, yeah, just... <laughs> they were pretty expensive. So, yes, you have paid for Windows. <laughs> no. Uh, well, but, those kind of Windows, yes. <laughs> You didn't specify. Well, Microsoft just announced today 
Microsoft 365, which is an access to a cloud PC, aka virtual machine. Windows uh, 365. The, the, excuse me. Is it Windows 365? Yeah. Yes, I apologize. Windows 365's access to a virtual machine, also known as a cloud, what they're calling a cloud PC, where you will have access to a pretty decently powerful uh, workstation for a fee that will give you access to a desktop that's yours with uh, your apps. It'll have a decent amount of memory, 16 gigs of this first model they're talking about here, eight virtual CPUs, uh, 512 gigs of storage from the time of its launch. It's uh, got a, the, uh, they're working on options of providing a dedicated GPU power for this thing. And it's gonna be streamed to your home through a web browser or maybe an app. Uh, for a fee. Now, we don't know if it's going to be a yearly fee or a monthly fee because they're going to launch this service on August 2nd, and they're going to tell us about the price on August 1st. So basically, this this product is just a big middle finger to Citrix. Because <laughs> Citrix has been doing, has made this possible with every version of Windows for going back a decade called VDI. Um and Windows just said, "Ha ha, businesses! You don't need to. You don't need to go through Citrix to do this. Well, you I mean, can do it native. Yeah, I mean, but Microsoft—they did this a few years back, really, when Azure re released the ver virtual desktop service. Yep, um, but it was expensive. But that was just it's, Azure. That wasn't like for home users too. Yeah, I was gonna say it, it, that's for business, and it's also. But this is." pretty constrained whereas like azure's virtual desktops you can build out pretty solid pcs these are constrained to a maximum of eight eight cpus and 16 gigs of ram um which is pretty pretty small you know i i don't think i would want to have a pc like that but um you know my thought is this kind of thing would be exciting if it had a lot of power in you know a semi-professional person where you are doing like semi-pro work like uh, freelance graphic design or th freelance 3d animation or something where having a workstation would be nice but somewhat cost prohibitive for the typical prosumer right so um 3d animation workstations you know you're talking 32 64 128 gigs of ram and you know you want as many cores as you can with the graphics cards that can that can do uh you know high-end graphics compute and stuff like that so those machines cost tens of thousands of dollars if that was what this was covering it would be interesting and and exciting for somebody like me because i do that kind of stuff and i just do it slowly on my current computer <laughs> just hope um, you're not someone that ever has to work offline right i mean but that, that, that's the constraint right like yeah. you have to have internet and your internet's got to be pretty decent to, um, to imagine really trying to run this show from a cloud computer um, i want to do that yeah i mean oh we have to i don't know that that would necessarily be a problem i i'm, um, I'm afraid of the it, latency uh yeah the, it, it could potentially be an issue but I mean, I don't know. Everything's going streaming, see... Clyde. Yeah, right, right in the middle of the show, Windows update. Yeah. <laughs> see, I'm going to get my see early pre-show. We were playing with guitars. In the future, you're going to get your virtual guitar 
and it's going to virtually uh, uh, produce the, the music for you. But with, with that's your, called air that, guitar. That, I was going to say that's called already Spotify. available, and it's free. It's it's great. <laughs> I mean, Everything. they, they, they even have cases. air guitar championships. Hey, everything is awesome. There's I mean, like there a, are use cases for this, especially in the, you know, in a business setting, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, rather than, you know, handing laptops out to everybody, right? Sure. You just, you just have them log into the, the virtual PC here. Yeah, my I mean, work there, is... There's, there's definitely a lot of use cases. And then like, even for me, right? Um, you know, uh, sometimes I have to, not sometimes, a lot of times we have to use uh, uh, VPNs to remote into a customer's site. And... Um, and those VPNs are set up by guys with Microsoft certifications. So guess what you got to have to to VPN into their <laughs> VPN, right? You you, so, you so have then, to, you have to have a little bit of attitude. So you then have you, to have you, a bachelor degree in something other than basket yeah. weaving. Oh yeah, yeah they oh yeah, printer some, repair. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically you know Microsoft is the answer. What's your question? Right is, is what it is. Right. Yeah. So. I, I so, uh, so, I mean, yeah, you know, something like this could, could, you know, come in handy, you know, if you get into a situation like that where you do need a little, you know, PC like that to access something, oh. or if you're in a business setting to where, okay, you've got, you know, a sales staff of like, you know, you know, eight guys that are eight men and women, and then you've got, you know, uh, some, you know, maybe about another five back office people that need, you know, something like this, right? So, I mean, it, 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 it really could streamline the whole process, right? For, yeah. for those kind of things, right? But yeah, um, I mean, my... there's definitely a use for VDI. Um, mm, yeah. It's just, I don't think it's the one size fits all that they're kind of pitching it as. Uh, it's not for my parents. Uh, I don't even think it's for me. Um, I've had to work on VDI in office before and it's always a nightmare and i demand a laptop <laughs> yeah. it, it, you yeah. say that because of bandwidth well just a lot of different things uh, you think I, you think latency would be the issue uh latency is can be an issue uh <laughs> bandwidth is an issue resources uh my main thing is it's kind of hard to troubleshoot stuff when the network's down if you can't get to uh <laughs> I can't, I can't, you, you can't console into a switch with a, uh, with a ah. terminal that doesn't, isn't able to reach the VDI. <laughs> right. I, I don't think, uh, virtual desktops are generally a good idea for, for tech, uh, for IT no. people specifically. Uh, they can be good solutions for various other sure. technology specialists like developers, where you may be wanting to do, like, especially, if, I mean, we use virtual boxes, virtual machines to do it, but uh, virtual desktops are, are equally uh, effective and potentially more beneficial from a resource perspective yeah. if you're trying to test, say, test your software on multiple devices and things like that. Um, I, I've met I, several receptionists that were somewhat happy with their virtual experience. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think, you know, we've, we've looked at, at it for interns because you don't want to necessarily buy them no. a, a, a laptop and give them a laptop when they're never even going to be in the office working remotely full time. Um, on the other hand, you know, 
if we set them up with a virtual machine, we do know a little bit about whether or not that data can be accessed and how it's accessed and stuff. And, and there's some good constraints there. So we're not giving them access on their personal laptops directly. They're accessing it on the virtual machine. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of benefits to it. I think that for the average home user, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, and especially in this, even, even the prosumer level, like I was talking about, doesn't make sense because it's too constrained. It just doesn't have uh, as much horsepower as I think you would want if you were trying to do anything really intensive. All right. So if you are a, a reason not to use this is if you're going to use this as a consumer at home PC person, the your computer is powerful enough to browse the web and do some basic docs. If it's powerful enough to stream something from the internet, you're probably powerful enough with your computer to do what you need to do uh, with your already existing computer. Why, why have your computer suddenly become a dumb terminal when it could do all this work on its own? Yeah. Uh, how, how does this support VR? <laughs> well, eventually everything is streaming. Don't you know that the streamings are coming I mean, to VR too? Well, that yeah, the, the VR... Uh, in the cloud will be when you can like actually dock your consciousness and uh, <laughs> but yeah. as a tech guy actually this is a really cool idea for this one reason it, I, I have at work a virtual desktop that I go to all the time because no matter where I am I can instantly RDP into that machine sure. into that server and there's all my stuff yeah. all ready to go ready for me to do whatever I need to do and then I can disconnect to it from it and I can go back on my way and nobody has to deal with anybody opening up their laptop booting it up or you know putting in more than one password to get past anything it's just nice to have that instant access to the thing you need to work on and having that at your fingertips even in the cloud could be useful uh, and also that restrictive, you know, you want to make sure that whatever you're doing isn't leaving. There's got to make sure it's being restricted. There's there's cases for this all over the place. This, this now, way, as this way, ahead. you can code and drive at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you can access it from anywhere, right? Well, it, it, you know, I can't wait till I see Microsoft 365 on your Tesla screen right there. That makes sense, right? Because it's not a, it's it, they have a browser on that, right? And it's gonna yeah, they're gonna, yeah, of course well, they're gonna they'll come out with the the VR glasses, right? I mean, you'll you'll have it there in front of you all the time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but I, okay, as far as pricing and who's gonna have access to this, um, uh, Microsoft has these uh, pl these micro these uh, uh, plans that are the A one, the A two, A three plans, and the and you know, and the E three, E five plans, the A five plans. Um, I was suspected we're going to see versions of this being a, as either an option or included with some of these more premium uh, enterprise plans, and which means I might actually see this as a as, as an education guy because they love to give us education guys really dirt cheap access to a lot of their high end enterprise stuff, and I do mean dirt cheap. Mm -hmm. So I might be able to do something of this maybe soon. We'll see. I'll have to check it out when it comes if it becomes available. Should be good. I don't know. Uh, if, uh, if, if everything is everything is streaming, everything is streaming. Everything That's just the future, awesome. right? Everything is awesome, and everything is streaming, and all and the and the side of the highway is on fire. All right. Well, you know what isn't on fire? What? Our patrons, because 
They're smarter goodness. than that. Thank goodness. <laughs> because they they're smarter than that. Uh not too smart to uh have fallen for our our tricks and uh like swindle oh wait not swindles uh uh what 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 do you call what do you call it when it's not a not a swindle it's uh you would, you've been volunteered yes no they uh they see value in what we do uh oh and uh offer up their hard earned cash every month and for They've that we persuaded? are grateful yeah, we are. We are. So thank you. Uh, if you would like to become one of those people that is uh, supporting us every month because you're awesome and you're smart. You're too smart to be on fire right now. Um, <laughs> go to patreon.com. Too smart to be on fire. Give us a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Um, here we go. Rinse it. Uh, alrighty. So rants, raves. Uh, what do we got? I actually don't know what I want to rant or rave about this week. So I am going to rave to my friend Clyde, hmm? who uh, in the pre-show today uh, was we talk, we're talking guitars, and uh, let me know that I've got a really nice one that's yeah. worth some money. Amazingly enough, and so uh, it was awfully fun to kind of jam out with you in pre-show today. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. That thing need that thing shouldn't be hidden in a closet. Sorry. Should be out and out out where you can touch it. Okay. We'll work on that. Great. Yeah. Jimmy. Um uh oh. I think I'm, I'm, I'm pointing Oh, I like, thought you were like me, me. I, I don't <laughs> have a lot to rant or rave about. I, I have been watching mostly Critical Role again, um, catching up on the first campaign that I only saw the first uh, 15 episodes of initially, so uh, I figure I have some downtime between episodes. I was watching it. Um, I watched the first half of... Um, so, that's great. Rave about it. It was very good. It's worth watching if you haven't watched it. Um, I watched the first half of Black Widow, and... Um, I honestly, I don't know what to think about it yet. I've enjoyed it okay, but um, I was not feeling well that day, so I gave up in the middle and went to sleep and haven't gotten back to it in three days. So maybe that's an indicator that it wasn't interesting enough for me to go back and finish watching it. Um, or it may just be that um, that I'm very forgetful and forgot about it, which is also true. Let um, me ask real quick from what you've seen is it better than captain miserable by captain miserable you mean captain america marvel oh captain marvel miserable oh um i didn't mind captain marvel honestly but that said i would say this is probably better okay good but like i said i haven't seen the last half of it so i did yeah. see the entire thing um, and Thumbs up, thumbs down, in the middle. And for me, that's saying something. Yeah. yeah Clyde, you'll like, love it. <laughs> like I said, I, I, might. I expected I would be, I would love it. I watched the first half and haven't finished it. So, I mean, if you I love, love, I love Aquaman. Aquaman yeah. was one of the few that I've, I've really liked and everybody talked crap about it. 
Yeah. Okay. If if you love like broken family comedy, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I would put it that way, well, but see, I gotta watch. Do you the like when half, people are miserable to, to get the rest of it? But it, yeah, um, well, you know, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I just think I think that it's probably a, a decent movie. Uh, that's my theory. I was really excited to watch it. Um, it's just been a weird week with my family gone and stuff. So I will watch all of it probably tomorrow or the next day with the whole family. I it, bet you if I watched it again, it'd be better on a second figuring. So. Is there any humor? Mm-hmm. Or is it just kind of serious? In the first half, there's very little. Yeah, there's maybe a little, but not much. Okay. Again, it's the broken family drama humor. But is it actually humor? Or are you just laughing at? Actually, it, it is superior? pretty damn funny. It's okay. pretty funny. Okay. The, the broken family drama is is pretty darn funny. Okay. I gotta say, that is probably my favorite part of that movie. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Uh, we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see how I feel about it after a couple more viewings. I'm sure I'll watch it again someday. Word. Yeah. Jimmy. All right, so um, I finished the final season of Bosch. Yeah. I uh, enjoyed that. I uh, thought it was a, a, an excellent season. You know, um, maybe not the best season they ever made, but, yeah. but definitely but definitely good, right? I mean, Very it, entertaining. It, was, it wasn't terrible. Um, it wasn't no, not the at best. All. It was yeah. okay. Yeah, it, it was a good season. And, you know. You looking forward to the next ser- the next series? I, you know, I mean, they did advertise this as the final season of Bosch. Yeah, they uh, which, that, which, they had already they'd already announced that there's a new show. It's untitled Bosch spinoff, and uh, the only characters that have been cast is him, his daughter, and uh, what's her face, uh, the the lawyer, uh, uh, money, 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 yeah. money, yeah, honey. Um, so Mimi Rogers. So, and I mean, it goes right into the, what he did in the very last scene mm-hmm. of the show. But, and, uh, I mean, I, I will say this, right. It, um, yeah, it, let's see, what was that? The seventh season of yeah. Bosch, I believe it was. And, uh, you know, and if you watch the show, they, they kind of, you know, like a lot of shows like this, right. They'll bring in characters for a season or so, mm-hmm. um, and then, and then all of a sudden, and then they'll just kind of go, right, you know. And uh, in this last season, w- what you'll see is they'll bring in some of those past characters that were in, like, some of the earlier seasons, mm-hmm. right? They'll just kind of br- bring them in, you know, and they, they maybe come in for an episode or something like that, you know, and then you, you, you might see them, you know, go out again. But, um, uh, but I thought that was a good way to kind of end the, the series, right, is, you know, just kind of, you know, pull everything together and then, um, you know, have this one big, you know, climactic in ending to it, right, that um, that does kind of set you up for something else, you know, after after this series finishes up. Yep. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Cool. And um, also, too, I'm watching season two of Mythic Quest, right? Yeah. Um, you know, not, that's a pretty good show. Now, I, I would say it's a, you know, entertaining show, but not uh, not as good as Silicon Valley. I thought Silicon Valley is a little little better than Mythic Quest. Silicon but, uh, Valley had Mythic its Quest. moments. Yes. Uh, it had yeah, some yeah. really hard to watch seasons, 
and some really great mm -hmm. seasons. Right. That's kind of how Mythic Quest is. I mean, there's like parts of, you know, if you watch just one episode, right, there'll be parts of that episode to where it's like, okay, I don't, I don't, you know, you kind of a little confused maybe, right? <laughs> but then all of a sudden it'll, they'll, you know, they'll jump in there and then, you know, they'll, they'll do something to make you laugh. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this, this was worth watching, right? Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, but, um, uh, but yeah, that one's uh, Mythic Quest is uh, is pretty good. If you like Silicon Valley, you'll probably like Mythic Quest as well. So uh, I'll, I'll say it like that, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, in, enjoying the second season so far of Mythic Quest. All right. Plus two, the episodes like Silicon Valley are only like about maybe 25 minutes long, something like that. Okay. So if you are an Amazon Prime member you're looking for something to watch, you enjoy Irish humor, mm -hmm. you really need to check out Frank of Ireland. <laughs> it's one of these shows that in the first five minutes, you'll know if you're in or if you're out. And <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Um, it was very, very absurd. It's it's about a basically a man child that you know is still living in a delusional world that he's going to be like a musician. He's like in his thirties, living with his mom, no job. But it's oh wait, hey, uh, Jimmy went away. Uh, but show is hilarious. Um, I'll <laughs> I'll speak. Uh, there's a couple things I'll I'll speak to uh, something in the post show. Uh, about it but um yeah there's only like six episodes because it's a bbc show and they're apparently too lazy to actually make seasons so that's it frank okay. of ireland watch it frank of ireland there is absolutely ireland. nobody in that show that you will recognize from anything else okay. but it's okay it's great <laughs> all right um, all right. Well, oh, hey, Jimmy's back. Duh. Jimmy's back. All right. Uh, just in time for me to say thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Uh, if you're watching this after the fact, come join us live. Sometime we do this live every Wednesday night here on Twitch. Uh, 9 p.m. Central. Wednesdays. Uh, if you are watching this live, but you would rather not... You want to just listen to us instead? You can uh, get the podcast anywhere where podcasts are available. And if you would like to watch the video after the fact, and it's no the episode's no longer on Twitch, all of the back episodes uh, for at least back to a uh, hundred are on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search for the VOD Squad. And then hit subscribe if you haven't already, because a few more people, then you won't have to search for the VOD Squad. You'll be able to go to YouTube slash the VOD Squad. But they're being mean, and they won't let us do that right now, because we need more subscribers there. But you guys can help us with that. Um, and that is it. Uh, anything else, guys, before we shut this down? Did I forget anything? plugs i don't think so uh go Shout talk outs. we're gonna do uh, uh, uh 
titles after the show. Yep. Uh, everybody that's going to be here for the post show, head on over to tvs.showbot.tv. Click that link in the chat. If you can click it from whatever chat you're using and uh, head on over there, vote for everything that you think is worth being a title. Obviously not the twerk force. Oh, the <laughs> twerk force. Absolutely. It might win, but I don't I'm, think I'm it's down for the twerk force. all right and on that note i say goodbye see you guys goodbye sir diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this program